You're listening to the Epic Event Podcast with B. Carroll Events founder and CEO, Bree Carroll. A show that breaks down how strategic experiences with purpose, impact, and community help you hit your business goals. Now, here she is, Bree. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Epic Event Podcast. This is your host, Bree Carroll, founder and CEO of B. Carroll Events, here with another epic Q&A. For anyone who is a first-time listener, welcome. For my returning listeners, hey, y'all, you know what's going down here. This podcast is breaking down all things epic events, and here, epic stands for experiences with purpose impact and community. Those four components is the secret sauce to up level your event. And we are sharing tips and encouragement on how you can host your very next epic event. So today I'm excited about this question that comes from Wesleya Eccles. Shout out to her, show her some love on social. And it has to do with speakers for your event. So her question is, what are the best practices for securing speakers for your events or experience, uh, whether with business besties or reaching out beyond your network? I love, love, love this question. And I love it because you're already starting to think about how you are building out this particular event, including speakers in your event is a wonderful way to collaborate. And you guys know I love the C word, collaboration. And I think when it comes to best practices for securing a speaker for your event, One, I'm absolutely always going to start with strategy. Know what the strategy for your events is. And the reason why I say that is because anyone that you are inviting into your event has to complement what your goal is for the event. And what I mean by that is, for example, if this is an enrollment event, for example, you need to be the primary speaker at the event, teaching, showcasing your method, your program, what have you, so that when you build up to that call to action, people are primed and ready. I wouldn't necessarily bring in a whole lot of speakers for that type of event because it can be somewhat of a distraction. The focus may be more so on having this, you know, uh, exciting person in the room as opposed to being focused on what you are trying to build them up and lead them into for this transformational answer to the problem that you've been addressing in the room as a problem, right? So I would one kind of think through um, what and who I should, let me break that down. What you're trying to accomplish at your experience and who could help you accomplish that. So as a best practice, let's start off with your biz besties. And I want to say start with your biz besties because oftentimes there are people that is in your network, that is in your circle. Um, Maybe they are even your coach or what have you. There are people right in your immediate circle that you can ask to participate and partner with you in your event. I would still say that you want to, in some ways, formally invite them to, to speak at your event. And by showcasing in your pitch, and that's how I would recommend you um, as a best practice for securing a speaker, you would pitch that particular person to come to your event. And in that pitch, um, I absolutely love Michaela 
of the iron agency. She has a pitch method, but without going through her whole method, I, I highly encourage you to reach out to her to get that method. But um, I would encourage you to include in that first initial email, um, it, it should be professional and it should talk about the who, what, when, where, why, and how, breaking down how they are would be a great uh, in addition to your event, why that is, when is the event. So really breaking down the particulars of that so that they have all the information that they need to make a decision. Now, I would do that for my biz besties as well with reaching out beyond my network. And the reason why I would do that both ways is because you want to ensure that even though they are the homies, right? You still want to make sure that that formal ask is going out because as it relates to an event or an experience, um, it is still a business, right? This is still um, a part of how you are building community, uh, creating transformation, making income and profit. So I think still having a formal way of inviting them and pitching them to be in there um, without just like doing a homegirl hookup text message. I think it, it does need to be written in black and white. That way they can refer back to, they can truly schedule it and, and see what alignment is there with them. Um, as it relates to um, speaker fees or, or any of that, I know that wasn't a part of your question. Maybe that's something that we can answer in a follow-on question, but really ensuring that your pitch is giving all the information that you need is what I would recommend as your best practice as it relates to biz besties or beyond your network. Another helpful resource that you could utilize for those beyond your network um, in addition to like a pitch, but also look at your speakers bureaus and your agencies that are connecting people with speakers. That is another great way for you to identify like, hey, I would love to have someone come in and talk about this topic. Reaching out to that speakers bureau or that agency will be a great way for them to recommend speakers that you may not be on your radar right now, right? And it'll be a great way to introduce your audience to that new speaker. And I would absolutely always advise that you do your homework on that the, that person. Ensure that y'all are aligned um, because alignment is huge regardless of how big that person's name is. Um, but ensuring that uh, you've vetted them, you've done your homework, and, and they are truly a good fit for your event. I'd still have that pitch email um, ready to go so that you can reach out and then also your follow-up emails that you send out that you um, ensure that you continue to touch base with them until you get the response the response that you're looking for whether that's their availability um, inquiring about their rate um, or any of those type of things so it absolutely all starts with that initial pitch Again, keep it professional, guys, um, even when it relates to your biz besties or uh, beyond your network. So I hope that that best practice breakdown was helpful to you. Again, I will link a uh, out to Michaela as it relates to the Iron Agency that so that if you are interested in finding out more about her pitch method, I would highly encourage you to do that as a first step. Um, but for everyone out there, if you are interested in having your question answered right here 
on the Epic Event Podcast. There is a link in the show notes. Please go ahead and submit a question. We would love to shout you out, give you tips, insights, and all of the things that we actually use at Be Carol Events. Share them with you so that you can take steps towards hosting your very own Epic Event. So with that, I wish all of you out there an epic day. And until next episode, we'll chat with you soon. Thank you for listening to the Epic Event Podcast. If you like what you're hearing, drop a review or share with a friend. This has been a B. Carol Events Podcast. For more, head to www.bcarolevents.com slash podcast.